0: Welcome to Woke and Wired, a new conversation about expanded consciousness and entrepreneurship. We are here to shift the paradigm of business and marketing and social media in this digital age of infinite possibility and bridge our inner technology, our intuition, with outer technology through rituals, personal development tools, conscious business practices, spiritual tools, and the magical tool of social media. I am your host, Xenia, storyteller, conscious social media teacher, speaker, and a multidimensional traveler. Welcome to The New Paradigm. My guest is Hilary Pearlson. She's an Akashic Records reader, healing guide, and founder of The Dreamery, a supportive space offering readings, courses, and immersion programs to guide you in aligning with your path and purpose using the Akashic Records. Over 10 years, she has drawn on her own courageous health journey, which she's going to tell us about in this episode, to fulfill her mission of helping you heal, shift, and transform into your truest self. Hilary is one of my closest friends in the world, We speak every single week, and she's been a key component to this podcast launching, to all my offerings launching, and to me just being the most expressed version of myself in the world. Through her intuitive guidance, through her business brilliance, and through her miraculous Akashic Records readings, which she's also going to share about in this episode, she is my secret weapon and she is actually is one of the guest teachers in the 5d mastermind that starts on march 20th 2021 i am so excited to share her gifts with you in this podcast and possibly in the mastermind if you join if it's right for you anyone that i've introduced hillary to that has done readings with her has come back to me asking who is this angel and how is this possible Hillary has an incredible story of going from the fashion world, being an intern at Teen Vogue, to going through a couple of health challenges that led her to her very unique and powerful path of stepping into her healing gifts. We talk about trusting the unknown, some of the go-to healing tools that Hillary relies on, some of the biggest business learnings honoring that you are more than your body, intuitive productivity, relationship with social media, and honoring your hermit mode, the power of being part of a mastermind, whether that's an informal mastermind with your friends or a formal one, and of course, Hillary's journey to the Akashic Records. You may have been hearing about the Akashic Records from various teachers or maybe you're brand new to it. I invite you to approach all of this with an open mind, leaving space for miracles. And I hope this conversation with Hillary serves you well on your path. In this episode, we discussed the conscious social media program quite a bit. And while I don't have the next launch date, I've been having a lot of people reach out and ask me when that's going to be. So make sure that you go to wokenwire.com and so that you know when it launches. And in the meantime, the offering that I'm giving my energy to that I'm really holding the space for and creating the energetic grid for it, is the 5D Mastermind. And you can find all the details on 5DMastermind.com. Here is Hillary Perlson. So preparing for this episode you said that you were grabbing a couple of ritual objects can we start right there and tell us what are the objects that you grabbed
1: and why of course of course rose quartz always to uh, come from that grounded heart-centered place selenite which you so beautifully gifted me and now i use for all of my readings to just Protect myself energetically, and I couldn't decide between which lotus way I was feeling really drawn to. Boundless wisdom, and of course, infinite love. So those got a nice spray, and I'm grounded and ready to go. And of course, you introduced me to almost all of the things I just mentioned. (laughs) (laughs) I also
0: couldn't choose between a few of my favorite lotus way flower essences, and I went with self heal, which is about deep healing, self nourishment. Mm And will to thrive. That's one of my favorites too. Katie makes magic. Katie Hess was one of my first guests on this podcast, and she Mm -hmm. is the creator of these essences, and they are miraculous and so special and very much infused with her intention to heal as many people as possible. So if you haven't checked it out, check it out. I'm gonna link it in the show notes. It's part of the goodie bag for 5D mastermind participants, and I'll be hand-selecting different essences for them based on mm. what their particular intentions are. Has become such a beautiful love language to share these flower essences because they are so subtle, but so profound and also beautifully packaged and taste delicious. Anyway, that was a plug for Lotus Way because we both <laughs> love it so much and everything we do we is do. nourished by it.
1: We do. I forgot also to mention before we got on the call, that I had a cup of the Addictive Wellness cacao just to ground and get into the heart space and another beautiful company that I absolutely adore. So another shout out to a favorite for sure.
0: And Sage, the founder co-founder of Addictive Wellness actually was a guest too. It's one of my favorite things about this podcast is that we get to dive into behind the scenes worlds of some of the people who are shaping culture and contributing to the world of wellness and making a difference. And, you know, one of my intentions for creating the podcast was to talk to the new ways of doing business in this digital age from a place of, you know, being a conscious consumer, but also a conscious creator. And with you, you've had your hands and your heart in so many projects and businesses over the years, and now people may have heard your name because of your Akashic Records readings, and I've mentioned it several times because it had such a an impact on my own life and my business decisions. All of my offerings lately has been fueled by support from Hillary's Akashic Records <laughs> readings, but there's so much more that led you to this work. So I'm just going to let you choose where you want to start and how far you want to rewind.
1: Mm, Thank you so much. Receiving what you said with so much gratitude. And yes, it's been such a journey in finding the Akashic Records and getting to this place. I was reflecting before our call that I first discovered you and your work in, what was it, around 2015. And that's when I featured you on my blog. And I started that blog after I went through my first We'll, we'll call it a health scare, first sort of monumental life shift event, which was receiving a bone marrow transplant in 2011. I was living in New York at the time, a junior at the Fashion Institute, which had been a lifelong dream, something we both had had that we both have in common around going to fashion school and switching into. work that we're doing now and i was just doing all the things i was interning at chanel i had previously interned at diane von Furstenberg, team vogue betsy johnson and had started to get into wellness was working at a yoga studio going to school So when I started to feel run down, I just thought it was the busy New York lifestyle. I thought, yeah, of course I'm tired. I'm doing all of these things. But over the next few weeks, my body really started screaming at me and started to have trouble breathing. My skin turned yellow. I got these crazy purple bruises everywhere and eventually went to health services they took my blood. I had a hemoglobin of 4.8 and that began the journey of receiving a life-saving bone marrow transplant. And that was in 2011. So I moved out of our very cute West Village apartment that I loved a lot and moved back home to Miami where I grew up to begin treatment to receive my transplant. And it was really there that I decided, or had this awakening, if you will, like, I don't want to work in fashion. This is not in alignment. I never really had the tools to even ask myself the kinds of questions that I began asking myself, or even the understanding to of like, understanding really how precious life is and how did I want to spend my time? What did I want to create? What did I want my life to look like? So I began dreaming up my first blog while I was going through treatment and many, many hours in the hospital. And I launched that when I returned back to New York in February, 2013, and it was called Jewels of a Dreamer. And it really allowed me to start connecting with community in ways that I had never before and featuring people that I loved whose work I was drawn to, who were just trying to make the world a better place. And it was just such a beautiful experience for me. And I started seeing even just my time in New York through a completely different lens. But as time went on, I started to slowly stray from that dream and started taking on my partner Dan's dreams. He had a technology company at the time, and I started helping out there and helping out led to more and more time to the point where I was helping to run the business by 2016. I came on as a partner and president of the company and sort of put my blog and all of my dreams and visions to the side and became immersed in his. And it was in many ways such a powerful... I really look back on it now and see what a powerful time that was in my life because I was able to uncover this gift and love for business, for managing teams, for taking a big vision and working towards it as a collective in a way that I had never tapped into. But at the same time, my purpose is really around healing and sharing my story and the stress of that business and all that it came with led to my second, we'll call it a health scare, health hurdle. Um, and that was May 2017. I started to get really run down and feel this intense pain through my jaw and my ear. And I just couldn't really figure out what it was. And honestly, it didn't even allow my body that, that moment, that space to slow down and rest and recover. It just felt like there was too much going on to even pause and then I would just get to the other side. It would be fine. Mind you, I'm still recovering from a transplant, receiving immune treatments, which I still do to this day, and navigating, adapting with a brand new immune system to life in New York. So I went to the emergency room when the pain got too intense. And after the third time, I was diagnosed with a virgin of the shingles. It's called Ramsey-Hunt syndrome. And within a few hours, I had complete facial paralysis on the right side of my face. So that was the really life-altering, transformational, soul-opening experience that led me into all the work that I'm doing now. We sort of blew up our life. We wound up closing that company, moving in with my in-laws to get back on our feet. And it was when I was living with my in-laws that I launched the Dreamery. And it has taken so many iterations. As you know, I started with self-care sessions and digital clearing space sessions and intuitive business and did my Reiki certification, breathwork certification, a nine-month Kundalini teacher training. And it was all with this vision of finding ways to heal myself and then to use that to help other people to heal. But it never felt fully in the flow. It never felt as easy as I know or knew at the time that it could be. And at a particularly low time in 2019, I was walking in... My Brooklyn neighborhood, just trying to sort out my thoughts and just connect to a higher power, connect to just some sort of guidance as to what I actions to take next. And I felt this really, really strong message. It's time to get an Akashic Records reading. And I had heard of the Akashic Records, but I never felt especially drawn to them. I had never even asked the question, what are the records? Like it was just, oh, that sounds beautiful, but I don't, that's not for me. But in that moment, without knowing much, I knew I needed to get a reading. And that reading changed my life. It was an absolutely transformational hour. It gave me such clarity, such a peace. And I left that call feeling like I know the next steps to take. And I did that reading with Michelle, the founder of Holisticism. And from that point, I... Soon after, saw that there was a training happening in Brooklyn and decided to just sign up. I thought that I would share it with family and friends, never expected it to be part of my business. Just thought this would be a really cool thing if I can open up my records and get business guidance and figure out next steps to take and share this with my family and friends. How cool would that be? So I went to the training and that's where I discovered my ability to access the records. That was the first time that I opened up the records for someone else. And things were coming through and I was seeing visions and having this experience and it was resonating with the other person. And it was just, (laughs) it was an out of this world experience. So at the end of the training, the teacher said, I recommend that you read for as many people as you can over the next 30 days. So I decided to post to my stories and say, I'm doing these Akashic readings. Is anyone interested? And got really good feedback. So opened up a month's worth of sessions on my calendar, posted the link, and they all sold out within like day and a half or two days. And and I've been doing readings ever since. And it's just really been in such a beautiful flow. And it took a lot of iterations and a lot of trial and error, but I really feel more in alignment and in the flow in my life and business. And of course, it's all the same thing, but more so than I ever have. So it's a little bit of the, the journey here.
0: What an amazing way to summarize the journey. And as we were sharing, I... Was drawing these parallel lines between where I was and where you were, and where mm. we intersected. There's so <laughs> many interesting synchronicities and similarities and mirrors. And, you know, I also remember the self care sessions you gave me one, and I was already deeply into self love and self care and practicing all the things. And yet that session with you was so enlightening. And I still carry what you shared with me, one of them being the Kirtan Kriya morning practice, which is an 11-minute kundalini breathwork slash chanting practice that really, Mm. really, really is impactful. I can link to it in the show notes. And what I want to ask you is several things, but where I want to start is, what did you think the Akashic Records were? What was it that was so mind-blowing about your first session and what? how do you understand them now? Mm, thank you.
1: Yeah, I think what's so beautiful about the experience is that I've always felt this connection to this higher power, to source divine, that there was this bigger energy at work and you can see that in these glimpses. I I remember when I was in the hospital with the Ramsey Hunt diagnosis, and you were actually the only person that I allowed or really felt comfortable with coming in to visit me. And you brought Tosha Silver's book, Outrageous Openness. And that was the beginning of really starting to connect to this feeling of surrender and trust and possibility in new ways, especially as I was facing a long road ahead of me of recovery. And just knowing that those moments of clarity of connecting to my intuition of receiving that guidance, that they were there, they were very present and almost always as this like soft inner knowing. And if I wasn't feeling grounded and really present, they were sort of just leave. And I had a lot of doubt in myself at times of did I receive that correctly? Was that clear? So what the records have given to me, give us all really who feel called to its magic is this ability to really consciously tap into the answers that we're seeking. It's this incredible energetic container that opens us up to infinite possibility. And it's almost hard to explain something that is so energetically powerful and so infinite, which is why, you know, for anyone that feels called, I really can't recommend having a reading enough with someone that you trust because experiencing them is, it's really of like an entire, it's its out of this world. It's another, it's like really entering another dimension, which it is. So understanding the Akashic records as this energetic archive, this this space that we're able to enter into that holds all that was, is, and will ever be, all past, present, and future possibilities. And being able to connect so deeply to our guides, it's like we can understand. You know, even I think it took me a few years into my spiritual journey and practice of really feeling so grounded in this understanding of, oh, I have this whole spiritual team around me. We all do. We have all of these energies supporting our soul through all its lifetimes, through this lifetime, through all of what lies ahead and being able to go into the records and really intentionally connect with that support team, those spirit guides. You get to experience it in the records and then you get to carry that outside in your day-to-day. It's not this feeling that just goes away. And what starts to happen is you start to co-create with the records. You start to go in and receive and then apply it to your life and then honor that flow coming back in, what's coming up for you, what's moving through you as you're taking those actions and making that shift. And it's just a beautiful alignment and flow starts to unfold. So does that answer your question around clarifying what the records are? And
0: Yes. And as soon as you started talking about it being a different dimension, there's been some interference with the audio. I'm hoping that it's just for mm. me in this moment and that the recording will be preserved whole. But even if there is fuzziness, we're just going to trust that it's different
1: frequencies trying to enter the conversation for those who are going to receive them. <laughs> yeah, it's so everyone experiences the Akashic records differently. No two people receive the information from the records the same. So that question can look differently for everyone. It is a subtle energy. Like your intuition is a subtle energy. So it's not this like huge shift where it's like, oh, I am like locked in. I felt that on like a cellular level. For some people, it might be. For me, it feels very subtle. Um, I know in the beginning, I felt a lot of pressure around my head because the information comes through the crown chakra out through the heart chakra. So you can get what is referred to as a psychic headband, but it it dissipates; it goes away. I know some people get tingling, um, sometimes like a fuzziness around the head. It's any physical sensations. I just recommend sitting and breathing with them because you are in the space of just pure love pure light. It's all to serve your highest good. And you're just acclimating your energetic body to being in that space. So with time, it fades. Um, And sometimes you can get little like signs that you're in. I do recommend if anyone is going in and feeling like not sure if they're fully connecting, asking the records, how do I know I'm in? What will tell me that I'm in or have entered the records? Sometimes my finger will like just twitch a little bit. And I'll often feel that again, that subtle energetic shift. Um, And then in terms of receiving the information, that also looks different for everyone, but it can come through in words as an inner knowing. You can see auras, color and different phrases. It could come through as like metaphors of things that you would understand. The records will really deliver the information in a way that you will understand.
0: So I love that you brought the example of asking the records to give you a direct sign, a specific sign that you will understand. And what I love about the Akashic Records is that it's another language for communicating with unity consciousness, Mm -hmm. divine, God, however you relate to it. And the more we Mm -hmm. get specific around our language and how we communicate with it, the more we can apply that to other tools we're using and other areas of life that we wanna bring more intuition and higher guidance into. So for me, it's been this tool because I've taken your course after doing readings with you. I got your course and I've been practicing opening my own Akashic records. And for me, it's been, it's been very gentle. It usually comes in as an inner knowing, which is how I receive guidance outside of the Akashic records as well. Um, What's interesting about the Akashic Records is that sometimes very, very specific things come in, like specific numbers or names, and uh, I find it to be so powerful, and what I also wanted to bring to attention is it is very important to get your reading, if you're called to, from someone you really relate to, because anyone has access to the Akashic records, but everyone holds space differently and everyone's human interpretation of what they see and get in the Akasha is going to be different. So Mm -hmm. I would encourage you getting a reading from someone who you are open, open open-minded and open-hearted to receiving from. And in your case, Hilary, you always start with a beautiful grounding meditation, which I think is just as important as the reading itself. And just that part of it usually gets me quite far and then the akashic (laughs) records you know messages are just this beautiful cherry on top but having i would love you to speak about the energy hygiene that it takes to do these readings and you know how do you prepare for it how do you not stay overnight in someone's records like how does that whole thing work and does it actually work for everyone like can anyone pick up the guidance now you know the opening prayer and the closing prayer and just go or what are some of the things that you would recommend
1: yeah i i keep it really simple with my practices i find that when i say the closing prayer it is closed like it is a clear shift when they're open and then it is a clear shift when they're closed so after every reading i do make sure to ground whether that's just going outside and feeling the sun on my face, having some tea, eating a small snack, going for a walk, and depending on the intensity of the reading, it can take me anywhere from like 10 minutes to sometimes an hour to just like fully come back down. It's I almost feel it's it's a beautiful feeling of like just sort of floating and I'm like grounding dropping back down into my body and my reality. And to answer your question, yes, anyone can access the records right now. It is important to be really intentional, deliberate, and grounded when you go in. Because again, you're in a relationship with the records, with with your spiritual team. It is this co-creation. So anytime you approach the experience from this space of Having some clear questions and then just being open to the flow, keeping an open mind, allowing what the records want to share with you to just come through and be received without expectations or judgment, you'll have the most profound experience. And it takes time of building that relationship, of cultivating that trust, of learning how to receive that information in a new way. And Yeah, and building that trust. I just want to emphasize that because it is trusting what's coming through, your spiritual team knowing you're ready to receive, but it is available to anyone, definitely.
0: What are some of the life changing, path altering answers that you've received from the Akashic Records? And what were the questions Mm -hmm. that you asked? That's a beautiful
1: question. I'm sure if I went through my journal, I could pull out dozens and dozens, but a few that are on the top of my head off the top of my head are when we were living in New York and I kept feeling this really strong pull of it was time to leave and it sort of dropped into my awareness we had been trying to move out to California and this vision of moving back to Florida instead started coming through which I hadn't really considered just growing up here I felt like I would never come back so I began inquiring with the records what did I need to know about moving to Florida? What were the most important messages that they had to share with me about that move? How would my healing benefit from moving to Florida? How would my business benefit? And it started to come through really clearly that I needed that Space that my business would grow because of my own healing that I would be able to do in a more spacious environment, in a warm environment, being near my family again. So that was a really big transformational time of just feeling really grounded. And once that opened up, things just really flowed very easily in terms of us moving down here and has felt very in flow since. Definitely asking around the offerings that I'm putting out. I think this shift to really stepping into sharing the records has been a very clear message that the records have been giving to me. And it's taken me some time to really build the confidence and to feel just really grounded in this truth that of this great responsibility of sharing the records. And I've asked many, many questions and what offerings would be most supportive to. my community. How can I best show up for my community? How can I deepen my connection to the records? How can I continue to create space for my own healing? So the records have helped me so deeply in really finding the strength to not look at the way everyone else is doing their work, living their life, creating their business, and to find what works for me, what feels most in flow for me. And then all of the beautiful tools like our calls, the conscious social media program, all of the insights that come from just having that beautiful support and being held outside of the records have been solidified for me, all that's come through the records. So really in the areas of those big life life-altering, life-transformational moments in my healing, in my business and the offerings that I'm creating and also just creating a really exciting vision for my life. It's really created from my heart, like what feels good for me in this space and right now. So, I mean, really the records have helped me in infinite ways, but those are some ongoing threads that have really just been incredibly supportive.
0: One of the things that the records passed on to me through you was when I was in a space last summer. So actually let's rewind. I'll get back to this in a second. Mm -hmm. When I was about to launch the conscious social media program, it was, it was 2019 spring. I had been thinking about launching a Mm -hmm. course for a very long time. I had bought a course on making courses years before that And I just sat on it. I never finished it. And honestly, in 2019, I thought that it's too late to create an online course because it's too cheesy and everyone has one. And we're past that. (laughs) And then I remember getting on a call with you. I had like an SOS moment. I'm like, I don't know if I can do this. I don't know where to start. And for me, one of the things that sometimes comes up, often comes up and holds me back is imposter syndrome. So I was like, I don't even know, you know, where do I begin, what do I do? And you just said, okay, hold on, hold your horses, take a deep breath. Step one, you're gonna choose a date. Step two, you're gonna create the curriculum. Step three, you're gonna record the meditations. And you just laid it out for me and I was like, oh, I can do this. You have this ability to, you have this organizational project management genius and on the other hand, very strong intuitive sense and channeling abilities. And so the first conscious social media program, I don't know if it would have come out without you. And with your guidance, with your support, it launched and it did way better than anything I'd ever expected. I made more money than I ever made in such a short amount of time. And since then, I've launched it multiple more times. And this past one in the fall of 2020. I remember I was so not sure should I launch, should I not? I was taking a pause from launching anything. And the Akashic Records were very clear that I am meant to launch any programs on astrological events. Yeah. And it was very interesting because this is where I started, you know, sharing this is that sometimes it will explain something you're already unconsciously doing. So I was already launching all of my programs, either in new moons or full moons or conjunctions without even knowing it's happening, just the date seems to just drop on me. And then later on, I find out, oh, it's this once in a thousand years event. And it all would make (laughs) sense because it would be this supportive portal for people to get clear on their intentions and pursue what's important to them beyond, you know, in between the lines of what the program is, because that's how transformation truly happens on a 5D level. It's beyond the physical, it's beyond expectations, it's beyond the words. It's something that can't be explained or really captured, but it can certainly be felt. So that's one of the ways the Akasha Records have been so powerful For me, in getting like this gentle but also very specific guidance around launches and programs and the forms of the containers that I hold and the elements of them, it's really quite incredible.
1: It's such a special experience, and I love that you shared that because... I think just witnessing you, you are such a visionary and you have the most incredible visions that are really paradigm shifting. They're really a new way of going about creating, teaching and showing up. And in that moment, you had felt that inner knowing, like there was a reason that you had paused on launching and then felt that okay, it's feeling like it's time, like the world needs this and it's time to bring this back out. And then the records just helped to say, really like reaffirm that, really reaffirm your intuition and what you knew to be true. And then from there, it was just like absolute magic and flow.
0: If I were to pinpoint one thing that helped me grow my business, make courageous pivots, Create, launch, and sell offerings, dabble into public speaking, and get booked for paid public speaking gigs. It would definitely be working with a mentor, both in one on one capacity and especially in group containers such as masterminds. In episode 138, I shared all about my top takeaways from joining masterminds and how they have completely skyrocketed my business in so many different directions. And I am so excited to share that I will be hosting my own very first mastermind starting March 20th, 2021. The 5D Mastermind is an intimate, intensive four-month container where you will create the highest possible outcome for your self-expression in the world through digital strategy, intuitive business, and energetic practices will do it through educational and coaching sessions with myself and guest experts that I have hand curated based on who has made the biggest difference in my own life and business. There will be one-on-one consulting with me and experiences that help you create space for and integrate your expanded vision. It is 100% virtual and cacao ceremony will definitely be part of it. I will be sending you my favorite cacao for the process to playfully and gently guide you through this experience as a planned ally. I know that whoever is meant to be part of this alchemical container will find it and have the courage to sign up. The feedback that I get the most from the Conscious Social Media program and other containers that I hold is the community and the aspect of the souls that choose to come together at that specific time with your specific intention, and the way that the collective energy, the group energy of each person amplifies each other is pure magic and miracles. I'm so excited to meet those of you who will be joining. You can find all the details and apply on 5dmastermind.com. I have been going through your applications And it's going to be a really powerful group from all over the world. So if you know that you are ready for the next step in your business, whether you want to align your product suite or rebrand or pivot in a brand new direction, and you would like group and one-on-one support along the way in a sacred container where we will dive between the physical realm, the digital realm, and the unseen realm. I want you to know that it's possible. Your wildest visions are possible. It just takes focused energy, focused action, and support. Get all the details and apply on 5dmastermind.com. I don't know if I will be guiding this again in the next 12 months. So if this feels aligned in your body, and if you are in a place in your business where things are going well, but you know that there is space to... Expand so much further, then I encourage you to apply. Okay, a crazy thing happened. We are in Mercury retrograde. As soon as we started talking about planets, uh, the disconnection got completely intense, started dropping off and not reconnecting. And uh, the only place for me to go was to go to our office building, which has a different internet network. And so I start getting all my things ready. And I'm like, do I need to get pillows and blankets to insulate the sound? Because I'm probably going to have to go in a sauna because it's really cold in the office itself. And as I approach the office, this is nuts. The door is open, completely open. Neither Eric and I have been to the office for a couple of days. And what I see on my desk is a pile of blankets that neither one of us put there. Like, how do you explain that? I don't know because no one else has been here, and not that I know of. There's a bunny that lives behind it, but honestly, I think one of the reasons the disconnection keeps happening is because a lot of guides are in the house, and they just want to make sure that we say some things. So let's just honor that. Guides guide us. Do what you do.
1: <laughs> they they brought some blankets for you to get cozy. So we're here for it. So cozy. Yes. So
0: let's see, I was talking about some of the ways that the Akashic Records have guided me and my launches. And, you know, part of it has also been the fact that you and I have uh, decided, I don't even know how many years ago, three years ago or so, to have weekly calls, which is like our own private VIP mastermind, where we just support each other on whatever it is that's going on in our lives. And it's actually one of the biggest inspirations between uh, behind me, launching my own mastermind, because having this kind of level of being listened to and heard and supported on an extend in an extended way, not just you know one call or two calls, but over time, has been one of the most profound ways for me to grow in every area of my life. How did this even like start and come together? Do you remember?
1: Yes, I do. I, I feel the same. I don't. It's hard to say Like I wouldn't have a business, but my business would definitely not look how it looks without our weekly calls. I So we started our weekly calls in 2018. So I had moved in with my in-laws and I had just launched a dreamery. And I remember you were really excited about this brand new idea you had. You had this download that you needed to launch a podcast. It needed to happen. This is like the next step. And... We had been checking in with each other, sharing different projects and things that we're working on just casually. And
0: I don't even know what to say.
1: I mean, it's hard to say that like, I wouldn't have a business without our calls, but I know that my business wouldn't look how it looks now. And I wouldn't be doing what I'm doing now without our weekly calls. They've been really everything because having someone to mirror back to you the things that you're not seeing within yourself and to hold the vision of what you're capable of, what's possible for you as you expand into that vision is, it's really everything. And it's, and it's one of the many, many, many reasons why I'm so excited about the mastermind because being held by you, being held in your energy and having just really being in your space is such a transformational experience. You really, you embody just possibility and allowing at least for me, and I know because I've taken your courses and workshops and love being taught by you as well. It's just being in your energy opens up possibility. It creates a space for miracles. And I feel very lucky that I get to have that with you every week. So it's been just one of the most special, beautiful friendships, masterminds, collaborations, co-creations really of my life
0: me too and whenever i forget uh about any of this i just call you up <laughs> and it's, it's <laughs> i do love a good pep talk <laughs> yeah it's such a gift like at this point we don't we just get straight to the point and we'll text each other i need a pep talk now and we'll send each other a one yeah. minute voice note that just shifts everything in an instant
1: it is it's so special and i just I hope for anyone that's listening, that's feeling like they want that support. They want to have that person just knowing that, that this is possible for everyone. It's really like having that intention of having someone to be in this mastermind with joining a mastermind that you feel called to and meeting people that are in the same space as you. It's really, um, it's really, really, really special. And yeah, it's uh, talking in code, like A 30-second voice note can really shift everything when you just get right to what you're seeing. Because you really, for me, you're able to see and step out of whatever I'm moving through and then show it to me in a complete 180 with a completely different mindset and perspective. And I mean, I think that's what you do for everyone. You help, again, not to be so repetitive, but it's really showing... Your community, everyone who follows you on social media, in your conscious social media program, your mastermind, everything. It's showing what's possible. And it's its so much more an energy than what you can even put into words.
0: Thank you. I received that. And I want to talk about some of the things that we SOS each other about. I think the last yeah. one that I SOSed you about was, um, what was it? I think it always has to do with seeing something online or something that someone else is doing and making up a story that I have to do it in a similar way or, or just in a certain way. And then you always remind me that, no, you're meant to do it in your way. It doesn't exist yet. So go out and invent it, whether that's my mastermind or other launches or another huge upcoming project that is happening in March that uh, it's a secret yet, but you will be hearing about it everywhere very soon. And, and we've done an Akashic <laughs> record reading about it. And you've given me all kinds of pep talks about it. But for me, it's really, I think it has to do with uh, seeing things out there and just subconsciously comparing. And that's the reason why I teach conscious social media program is because I work with this myself on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. It's finding this intentional balance between how can I be inspired by what I'm seeing and see it as a sign of possibility versus, oh, but I don't look this way, so I can't do this, or I don't have access to this, so I can't do this? You know, all these stories of what should be. And they sort of, in your presence, in your support, when you reflect back to me, my higher self and my truth, um, back from those moments when I'm connected to it myself, or from your own access to my guides and my higher self, it just, is an instant shift in perspective, which is according to A Course in Miracles
1: is exactly what a miracle is. Yeah. Yeah. It's been such a gift going through A Course in Miracles this year and you do the same for me. I'm so, I'm so deeply grateful. And I think one of the beautiful things about our calls and just the flow that we've created A beautiful piece of this has been understanding our human design and knowing you as the manifester that you are, the visionary that you are, that honoring, that you do get that inspiration from looking at what other people are doing. And it sparks something in you to think of a whole new way to do it, a whole new way to create, to show up and to be seen. And just the process of receiving that and then transforming it. I love seeing you in that. I love holding space for you in that because it's such a beautiful process to witness Because through that moment of look at what they're doing or the imposter, which I also experience, and you also help me to shift on a very consistent basis, is just magic on the other side of that. It's really like holding space for that in-between as that magic's being created. And... For me, understanding that as a projector, I just very easily can absorb that energy of others and start to confuse it with my own inner guidance system, you and the Conscious Social Media Program, and really all of the guidance that you constantly give me around social media, which could be a whole other podcast episode, is just honoring that space that I need, that time I need offline, and finding that supportive relationship with social media that even though outside of your teachings, so many people are saying, you know, you need to be on this much and teach in this way and show up in this way. That's how you build your audience, your community. You showed me a completely new way. I mean, I remember at the end of November in 2020, and I was just in a really, really low place, just navigating emotional lows, um, anxiety and depression, which I don't really talk about too much. And I think it's something that I I do want to open up conversation a bit more because I think that there is this idea around if you're doing healing work, that there's no space for those kind of moments. And you were the person that I called when I was having that really low period and shared, like, I really just can't show up in this way. And You said, you invited me, what if December is this beautiful retreat, this beautiful at-home healing, self-healing retreat, and you just take care of yourself and show up for yourself and do all the things that will feel really good. And I had a lot of fear around that because really, most people find me through Instagram. And what would it look like if I wasn't showing up on that app as consistently? What would it look like if I wasn't online? But I felt so expansive by the vision you gave me. And I know it wasn't even just for December. It was like, we'll start with December, we'll check in in January. But what wound up happening is not only did I then, because of your invitation, give myself permission to get off of Instagram and to go offline, like all of my fear, none of my fears actually happened. I still wound up booking readings. I still wound up Having course sales and signing mentorship clients, and still was able to show up and serve in a way that felt really supportive for me. So, I love the way that you teach social media, and I loved that invitation of creating that space and also honoring our source of inspiration, what feels aligned for us, and seeing that in each other.
0: So, where are you at now with taking that retreat and taking time off social media? Because as a projector, your relationship is different. And also, you know, I recently discovered entrepreneur archetype quiz and we both took Mm -hmm. it and it was so helpful because it gave me an understanding of myself being a creator entrepreneur and you being, uh, sorry, entrepreneur archetype. Yes. I'm the creator archetype and you are the entrepreneur archetype. So for me, when I have a lot of energy, my natural place to go to is to create. I pick up my phone, I start filming, I'm making videos, I'm taking photos. And for you, it's building systems and making sure projects get done and things like that. So taking into account all these different tools and applying them, um, where, where are you at with social media, whether you're coming back to it or not? And how do you see it playing a role in your business while still honoring
1: your healing journey? I think for me, I felt a few weeks ago that it was time to come back. At first, it was like this pressure, like I haven't been online, I need, it felt very much ego-based. And you very gently called me out on that around just like really feeling grounded in Returning when I felt ready to return. And, you know, I've opened the app, but for me, there's still this bit of resistance. And I'm exploring what that resistance is because I love creating. It's just this resistance around showing up on social media in a consistent way. So I, I'm really still exploring what that looks like and touching base with you as I receive deeper insights and just need the reflections and mirroring back of like, what do you think this is coming from? What do you see in this? And I, I really want to shift that relationship in just showing up whenever it feels good and having no timeline on it, releasing this story of like this consistency and honoring all the ways that I'm so consistent in my business and showing up for my clients and doing my readings in the space that that requires and the energy that that requires, especially while I'm still healing. I'm still... I still receive treatments from my transplant, which was nine years ago, and I'm rebuilding my immune system still. So I think it's really just shifting this idea and releasing this story that I need to be on this platform and when do I want to be on it? And that's been that beautiful invitation, again, that you and your method and your insights have expanded me into in all in divine timing, all in flow. Like if I'm feeling resistance, it's for a reason and honoring that and having what I do put up feel really good and really aligned and really expansive. And um, yeah, it's I think it's a to be continued for me and Instagram and social media. I it, It's also this weird paradox because I love sharing and being real and honest about what I'm moving through and insights and All the things that I'm finding, but I'm also a very private person at the same time. So that's been a weird or not weird, interesting paradox and dance that I've been moving through in having my business and wanting to really share my heart and share what I'm moving through, but also feeling really protective of my energy. Because for me, my health comes above all else, no matter what like period end of sentence so if anything's getting in the way of that then it needs to be removed or it needs to be shifted
0: I just want to say that there's a crazy snowstorm that just started outside my window (laughs) and my man Eric is outside building an igloo I mean I love him it's just
1: (laughs) it's just the best his playfulness is his joy I mean I have the biggest smile thinking of him making an igloo right now (laughs) I really do
0: If you enjoyed this conversation, make sure you listen to part two, where Hillary and I get into all things between strategy and divine surrender, taking a sacred pause to celebrate Hillary's move from New York to Florida and my move from New York to the Catskills and what role the Akashic Records play in it. Hillary's courage to let herself be seen while recovering from a facial paralysis. And the best questions to ask the Akashic Records before a launch, any launch. And if you're hearing the cicadas in the background, it's because I'm currently at a lodge during a safari. I am getting ready to get married this weekend, and I didn't bring my regular mic, so I'm just recording on my phone and sending you so much love from the bush world, from all the animals that I'm connecting with, and hope you enjoy both parts of this episode as much as I did recording it. If you enjoyed the show, please leave a rating and a review on iTunes, and share it with a friend who you think could benefit from the message find all the show notes and all the resources on wokeandwired.com and say hello on Instagram. Find me at wokeandwired. Stay woke, stay wired, and take three deep breaths right now.